0: Hey guys! Today I wanted to talk about working from home. And I've been working for corporate America a little over 30 years. And I have never had a work from home job. I've always worked outside at an office. And I have struggled sometimes with that because I have two children and I was a single mom and I always felt like I was missing out on some of the things in their life because obviously, you know, I had to work outside, you know, and I didn't really have much of a flexible schedule. So, you know, it was an ideal job for me to be able to work from home and then, you know, have dinner ready for them and things like that. But again, that did not happen. So about two years ago in 2020, the pandemic hit and we were sent home. Um I believe it was late March, early April of 2020. And when we were sent home, it was like, oh, you know, it's a temporary thing and, you know, just until things die down with the coronavirus and things like that. And here we are 2 years later and we're still working from home. Um and I'm not going to tell you that I don't appreciate it now that I'm working from home. However, there are pros and cons to working from home. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about the cons because again, being 30 years working at an office to work from home, and I'm sure during 2020, we were all in a panic State of mind, you know, with the way that this coronavirus was spreading, how people were dying, and the anxiety of having to go outside and, you know, don't know what was going on, how, you know, this disease was spreading. You know, there's so much behind it. It was airborne, it was this, it was that. Don't touch this, don't touch that. And so at the beginning stages of working from home, I was struggling a little bit, right? I was having some anxiety because I didn't want to go outside. Um, You know, I was scared that I was going to get sick. And so I had to kind of adjust to the work from home environment um, the overwhelming amount of hours that I was working. And that's a whole different topic that I spoke about, um, in probably season two, episode 12, I think it was regarding, um, burnout. And so there was a transition at work. I had a coworker and a supervisor and both were let go. And I was the only person working in my department, managing everything in my department because no one else knew how to do what we, what we do in the treasury department. Right. So it was a struggle because I was working late. I, you know, could never catch up we were not going out. We were home all the time. I was working from my kitchen table thinking, you know, this is temporary. You know, eventually we're going to go back into the office and, you know, I'm not going to have to worry about, you know, needing a desk for my work stuff, right? Because I do have a desk. I do have an office at home. And it's mainly for my side business, right? And so after a while, it was getting to me because obviously, you know, I'm not used to this. I'm used to getting up, getting dressed, going out the house, going to go to work, come back home, that routine. Eventually, you know, I worked through it. Eventually, I you know, did what I needed to do to calm my nerves, to, you know, get out. And even if it was to walk down the street or, you know, sit in the backyard and get some fresh air and things like that. And so I've accustomed, I've gotten accustomed to working from home. And you know, being able to work on certain projects and not have people interrupt me or having to hear the back and forth between people at work. So those are one of the good things that I, I like about working from home. However, um, after a year and a half of working from home, the pandemic starts again. And now this time with a variant, uh, Omicron or whatever it is that, that it's called and like a different version of COVID. And so it's like spreading like wildfire. And so five days a week, I am home and I don't go out. And it's not because of the the virus or anything like that. It's just that by the time I'm done working, I have other things that I need to do. And so I stay home. So, again, I have a designated area. You know, one of the bedrooms in my house is designated just for my office stuff, right? And I find myself struggling. And I had to pinpoint where it was because I am having an emotional roller coaster with myself. so I'm kind of struggling with being home all day five days a week and I wasn't really catching on to it I was just you know doing you know how we normally do just your routine getting up you know coming into the office doing your work leaving the office going into my living room, into my kitchen, you know, getting ready for the next day. And I realized that I'm not leaving my house. And since I'm not leaving my house, when I do on the weekend, and granted, sometimes it's only one day a week I'm leaving my house. And I'm saying to myself... You know, why are you feeling so emotional? And it's because I'm not giving myself space to explore outside, right? Because then there's times that I don't go out on Saturday, and because I'm cleaning, you know, the house for the week, and I am doing stuff for my business, and you know, getting things ready for whatever I need to do for my business. I am taking little courses here and there to educate myself on finances, on, you know, social media and things like that, that again, I'm on a computer. So I'm going from one computer to another computer to staying home and not Uh, building creativity outside of a computer and I also scroll on my damn phone way too much which I am learning to curb that as well so yesterday I was talking with a friend and you know we were discussing a whole bunch of things and you know the topic came up and I told her you know I'm kind of struggling a little bit when it comes to working from home. And I told her, you know, it's been hard on me lately. And I'm so grateful that I, you know, I'm surrounded by, you know, really good people in my life and who are not afraid to tell me, hey, you know what, you need to change it up. You know, give me good advice on ways to change things around. And now my friend has been working um, from home for almost 25 years. So she was telling me, you know, Alba, you need to, you know, change things up. You know, get out a little bit more. Even if you're taking time, like from your lunch break, you know, take a half an hour. Go and walk around the area. Or after work, go and you know, exercise or go and take a walk or go to the park. Or if you want to meet up, we can meet up and, you know, we'll take a walk around the park and enjoy the, the evening. And I was like, you know, that's a good idea. And I really didn't think about these things because I was just going with the routine And sometimes you have to break those routines in order for you to really enjoy the work from home because it can be, how do you say that? It can be very demanding of your mind if you don't control it, right? It can... Work on your emotions to a level that will keep you struggling and keep you in an emotional, imbalanced life. And that is not what I want. Again, I love working from home now. I've accustomed myself to working from home. And I'm actually <laughs> looking for another job that is a work from home. Um that has a little more flexibility that has something that will allow allow me to have the flexibility that I want and it will allow me to have a work life balance so guys um i'm going to give you some of the tips that my friend gave me and some tips that I saw online to kind of help me get out of this funk to help me to to change a little bit of the things that I've been doing so that I do not keep myself into this emotional roller coaster right and I'm sure that there are plenty of other people who are experiencing things that I'm experiencing now and I really hope that this is going to help those who are You know, going through this. And one major thing I will tell you that is helpful as well is getting an accountability partner. That partner is going to help you to say, hey, did you take a break, girl? You know, hey, you know, let's go out for a quick walk. You know, let's go out for a quick run or, you know, I'll meet you at the gym Um, I haven't gone to the gym in years, but, um, you know, that's something to think about too, you know? So here are some tips that, um, my friend gave me and some tips that I saw online as well. So the first thing is get ready some days as if you were going into the office, right? Instead of getting up, taking a bath and putting on pajamas again, like I do. (laughs) get up, get dressed, do your hair, and act like you're going into the office. Make sure to take scheduled breaks. This is so important. I have something on Microsoft that I think my company added, which tells you, you know, focus time on your on your calendar, and then it gives you a section where you can add breaks. And so in between my day, I add 15 minute breaks. And now I have an hour lunch. So I have been working through my lunch, trying to make sure that I get out early, but I have stopped that. And I started taking, even if it's a half an hour break, I will take a half an hour break. And then another half an hour to maybe, you know, do some exercise. And protect your time. You know, when we tend to work from home, we tend to continue to work and work and work. We don't know how to separate the time. Because We tend to be home. We don't have to drive anywhere. We don't have to go pick up the kids. I mean, for those who do, you know, it's a different story. But in my case, my kids are big, so I don't have to go and pick up kids at school or anything like that. So, you know, take some time to protect your time and make sure that you're not overdoing it. Because this also can cause burnout. And again, you can listen to my burnout episode, and I think it's two episodes uh, prior to this one, right? And then um, maybe during your lunch break, take a 15, 20 minute walk around the community. And I live in Florida, so the weather's usually pretty good. But, you know, those of you who live up north and things like that, you know, weather permitting, maybe you can go out and take a break. Or, maybe if you live in an apartment building you know maybe take the stairs down and then take the stairs back up and that is exercise as well right or you know meet a friend at the gym or at the park and take a walk you know in one of those areas where they have for you know exercising that's something else that you can do um You know, take some time once a week for self-care. There's nothing more rewarding than doing self-care, right? Either going for a pedicure or going for a manicure and a pedicure or, you know, going out and, you know, enjoying a lunch with a friend on the weekend or, you know, maybe breaking the routine during the week and go out to dinner with your spouse, right? also you want to have a designated area in your house for your workspace right um not everybody has the luxury of having an extra room like i do however you want to make A certain area in your house even if it's in the corner in the living room or you know in the corner near the dining room um, somewhere other than your bedroom right you want to be able to shut shut it down and not look at it again and the reason why I say don't put the workspace in your bedroom is because it creates the perception in your subconscious mind that you are in work mode versus in sleep mode, right? And this is very important because whatever, right before you go to bed, you wanna make sure that you are feeding your subconscious mind something positive. So that when you wake up in the morning, that positivity will keep on. And then you can also talk again about the positivity that you want in your life. Your affirmations, you know, your morning prayer, your um, Bible verse—that your favorite Bible verse, right? Something that's gonna keep the motivation going. Not every day you are going to feel happy, and not every day you're gonna feel productive, right? However still feed your mind those positive thoughts because eventually your day is going to keep going smoother and smoother and smoother. Um, and just remember to disconnect. This is something that I'm practicing. This is something that I have, you know, started to do a couple of days ago where I'm disconnecting myself from, A lot of things from the computer from work, from the computer with my business, and from my phone at least for an hour because you can get addicted to all these technologies, right? And you know, last but not least, just remember don't be hard on yourself. You know, if something didn't work out the way you wanted it to, or you didn't get to complete something, and you know, it's late in the day. Just know that tomorrow is another day and you can do it tomorrow. God forbid you are overworking yourself and getting to the point where you're burnt out. If something happens to you health wise, your job will be posted two days later with no worries about your health, about your family, about anything that pertains to you. Because corporate America is all about numbers and that's all they're worried about. Oh, and I have another tip too. (laughs) My friend told me and it made so much sense, you know, during the week, take some time to pick up and, you know, clean during the week so that the weekends you get to go out and enjoy some time. And enjoy the outdoors and, you know, be able to enjoy other things other than staying home. So that's another tip that I will be using um, to change the course of my work from home environment, right? And not do all my cleaning on Saturdays. (laughs) So anyway, guys, those are some of the things that I've been struggling this week. And I thought that I would talk about it because I'm sure other people are struggling with this situation. I'm sure I'm not the only one. And if this can help someone, I am very grateful for that. And if you know someone who is struggling, definitely share this with them so that they can hear it and know that they're not alone. And that there are different ways to be able to change up the space in your mind, change up the feelings, change up the course of this ever-changing life that we're going through right now. Anyway, guys, I hope this was helpful and I pray that you are able to move forward and make the changes necessary to get off that emotional roller coaster and ride the waves. Bye. Hey, guys, welcome back to Broken Journey, the podcast. I am your host, Elba Rivera. Thank you so much for coming back. I know. I have been MIA. I know. But I had COVID. So I needed some time to rest and <clears throat> clear my voice. Because literally, my voice was very raspy. And honestly, I didn't want to cough while I was trying to record. And I don't think you wanted to hear me coughing either. (laughs) Anyway, guys, today in this episode, I connect with my friend Evie and we discuss mental health. We discuss depression and we discuss things that we are experiencing and situations that, you know, we have been going through. And I'm sure that we are not the only people. With everything going on with the pandemic and situations going on, you know, it has been tough. It has been tough for everybody. And so with that being said, if you are experiencing any situations when it comes to depression, any situations where you're feeling like you want to commit suicide or something like that, please, please, go and get some help. There are so many things out there, so many places out there. I mean that you can go and let me just list a few of them. There's a website core called There is a website called betterhelp.com. That's b e t t e r h e l p.com that they have various different therapists that you can contact. You also have, if you are working, the majority of the companies have employee assistance programs. And usually they call it EAP. And those are programs that they offer complimentary counseling. And you also have your health insurance. Please, guys, remember that your health insurance does pay for therapy. And if you are at a point of suicide, please contact 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. Guys, I hope that this message helps you in some way. And if it doesn't help you maybe it can help someone else and if you know someone who is experiencing depression please pass this on to someone else thank you hey guys welcome back to broken journey the podcast i am your host elva rivera thank you so much for joining me today Today is going to be a short and sweet message. I wanted to take the time to say, Happy Valentine's Day, guys. And if you're single, Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Just because you're single doesn't mean that you can't treat yourself, spoil yourself to something, give yourself some extra pampering. Take the time to soak in the tub, read a book. Drink a glass of wine. If you're a guy, sit there, play your game or read a book and just take time for yourself. There's nothing wrong with being single on Valentine's Day, right? However, I did want to talk about today. I know today there is so much hype about Valentine's Day and doing all these extra special things and getting all these special extra gifts and really, when you think about it, why are we not doing this more often, right? I'm not saying that we have to do this every single day. However, you want to make sure that you are sharing with your partner your appreciation, right? It doesn't have to be a female to a male or a male to a female. Just in general, with your partner, you want to take time throughout the year and let that person know that they are appreciated. And it doesn't have to wait until Valentine's Day for you to tell your spouse, "I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do for me. I appreciate when you lift me up when I'm down." Or You appreciate the things that I do for you, right? Um, A lot of the times, you know, when we are in relationships, there is so many things going on that sometimes we forget. And we forget to light that candle back up with each other, right? We um, get so accustomed to the day-to-day activities that are going on You know, if it's just you and your partner, sometimes it's a little easier for you to schedule time to be together, to schedule time to do activities, to schedule time to go away for the weekend without having to worry about additional responsibilities, right? But when you have children, you're adding to that mix and... You want to remember that that there is an extra stress on you or your partner, you know, and hopefully you and your partner share these responsibilities, right? Um, So you want to make sure that you tell your partner, you know, thank you so much for taking the kids to school this morning. You know, I was running late or, you know, whatever the activity is. Or, you know, thank you so much for, you know, making their breakfast while I got ready and and whatever, whatever it is. Just make sure several times a year you give your partner that satisfaction to say that you appreciate them. And there's so many different ways to do that. You know, it doesn't have to be a monetary gift. It doesn't have to be, you know, showing some showing them off by taking them to eat somewhere or something like that. It can also be, you know what, babe? Why don't you take the day off and I'll clean the house and take care of the kids? Maybe go hang out with your friends for the day or vice versa, you know, because there's men out there who also need a break right um we all do and especially in this time and age where we have the coronavirus where we have all these things going on things are shutting down or things are not shutting down and you don't know whether you're here or you're there right you just want to make sure that you are giving that other person some time and a Letting them know that you appreciate them, right? And for those single moms out there, I know, or your single dads, because there are single dads out there too. So for you guys who are single parents, know that you are appreciated and I know it's a tough task to take care and raise your kids alone but trust me you will see the fruits of your labor when the kids are grown so for those people who are single those people with single who are single and have children i hope that you are able i hope that you know that you are appreciated and again remember that it is tough right now just remember to take some time to breathe just remember to take time to guys so just remember, appreciate your partner. Let them know they are appreciated, not just on Valentine's Day, but every single day if you can. We do not know when our last day is going to be on this earth. And so you want to make sure that your partner knows that you appreciate them. Anyway, guys. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful Valentine's Day and I will talk to you next and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back to Broken Journey, the podcast. I am your host, Elba Rivera. I am so happy you're here today. Guess what? And I'm sure you know, today is Valentine's Day. So happy valentine's day guys (laughs) and if you're single happy valentine's day (laughs) just because you're single doesn't mean that you can't celebrate valentine's day right you don't have to be with a partner to celebrate valentine's day you can treat yourself treat yourself to something nice go and have yourself a nice dinner take a bubble bath spend time with yourself, read a book, no social media, stay off of social media, turn off the TV, and just spend some quiet time with yourself. Now, when it comes to the guys, I know you're not going to take a bubble bath. However, you know, treat yourself to something, you know, take some time to treat yourself to something that you like to do. And I just want to say, guys, that There is so much hype behind Valentine's Day, right? There's so much with the media and all these other things and all these expectations of how things are supposed to be because it's Valentine's Day, right? And I started to sit down and think, why... Are we only doing these extra special things during Valentine's Day, right? Why aren't we appreciating our spouse more than just one time a year on this special day, right? And for the past several years, my spouse and I have been celebrating Valentine's Day a day before just because the restaurants are overcrowded. You're waiting hours and hours. And uh, I'm at a point in my life where, yeah, I don't want to do all of that. So, you know, we'll celebrate in different ways, you know, um, on that one particular day. However, you know, the day before we usually try to celebrate Valentine's day or we'll go away the weekend before or the weekend after. Right. But I don't know about you. I want to be appreciated more than once, right? Or let them tell me that they appreciate me more than once a year. And so I just wanted to put that out there, put that as a reminder as to remember to appreciate your spouse more than once a year. And, you know, when you sit down and think about things like, you know, it's just you and your spouse, you know, it's kind of easier to kind of do things when it's just you two as adults, right? But when you put children into the mix and, you know, they're younger, it's kind of hard to go out and do certain things because, you know, sometimes the children get tired, especially like today, Valentine's is on a Monday, And, you know, you got to get the kids ready for bed. You got to do homework with them. You have to get them, you know, ready for the next day. You have to get ready for the next day. He has to get ready for the next day. It's just a whole bunch of stuff, right? And so I just want to say, guys, you know, take some time to appreciate your spouse in different ways throughout the year. It doesn't necessarily have to be a monetary gift, right? You don't have to go and buy something. I mean, it's great. Like for me, I love flowers. I love flowers. So, you know, if you want to bring me flowers once a week, I'll take it. (laughs) But if you're not that type of person who doesn't like flowers or, you know, you're not into the flowers thing, maybe you just need a day or even like a few hours to yourself. Especially when you have children, right? You need a few hours to spend by yourself, or maybe go have lunch or brunch with some friends. Um, and I'm talking about females because obviously I am a female, but you know, men also take on a lot of responsibility as fathers too, right? So big shout out to those dads out there who who you know do their part and they step up as a dad right and they need some time by themselves and maybe they just want to work on their car or you know take some you know take some time to spend with the fellas and stuff like that right um but yeah guys let's change the trajectory let's change the way we treat our spouse and our relationship because there's so much stress right now in this world with the virus, this virus, that virus over here, virus over there. And, you know, some people losing their jobs and, you know, the income is very low or, you know, you might get a pay cut or something like that because situation happens. The company is not going well and things like that. Or you own your own business and things are not going well, right? So, You want to make sure that you guys take some time for yourself. And even if you have children, maybe pay, you know, one of your teenagers in in your family to babysit the children while you go out for a couple of hours. Even if you do it on a Saturday and you go out during the daytime because that person doesn't have, you know, the, the teenager, it's too late for them to stay out, right? That's some teenagers. I don't know how it is now. My my children are big. But, you know, take some time to water those seeds in your relationship. Because let me tell you something. As the years go by, you get accustomed to being in that relationship. You kind of get too comfortable in that relationship. And you don't water those seeds, right? Right. So you want to make sure that you take some time to water those seeds, to be there with your partner or to give your partner the space that they need to be able to release some of that stress. Like I said, you know, the guys hanging out with their fellas or the females going out, you know, with their friends for the night or, you know, during the daytime for a brunch or going to the beach for the day and you taking care of the kids, you know, or if that's not possible, if you don't have anybody to really watch the kids for you, like, you know, a grandparent or, you know, a cousin or, you know, something like that, maybe get the kids involved, right? Get the kids involved in helping the dad, with something or you know pampering the dad for the day or pampering the mom for the day there's so many things that you can do to kind of build that relationship and keep watering those seeds but anyway guys those are some of my little tips on watering the seeds in your relationship making sure that you guys have communication making time for each other and Giving your spouse time to spend alone because we all need that alone time. So guys, I want to say I hope that you all have a wonderful, wonderful Valentine's Day. Whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whether you have children, whether you don't have children, whether your children are grown. I still kind of give my kids things for valentine's day even though they're grown (laughs) that's just a mommy and me (laughs) but anyway guys happy valentine's day i hope that you stay blessed and remember spread love in your relationship throughout the year bye